You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. There, the Veterans Hour. I am your host, Douglas B., and you can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every month at 1 p.m. here on your Lone Star Community Radio. Um, for those of you that are attempting to go to Facebook and listen to this as you normally do, we are not yet in our new studios, so you're going to have to wait a couple of hours or a day before it gets up there. So, as always, a little housekeeping before we start. You can contact Veterans Air at uh, info at veteransair.us. You can use our contact form at www.veteransair.us. And you can even text us on our in-studio Google phone at 936-344-3083. It is November 2nd. We have a lot of things to discuss today. Um, So let's just jump right into it. Today is election day, if you did not know that. It is election day, and you need to go vote. If you're curious about what you're going to be voting on and where it is that you need to vote, you can check out the links above and below or jump on over to elections.mctx.org and get all the information. There are some very important propositions that we need to vote on. And if you're in a MUD district, there is a slew of propositions for each individual MUD district that you have to vote on. If you're in one of the ISDs, there's a bunch of stuff that you need to vote on. You need to go vote. Why do we need to go vote? I've said it before. I'll say it again. And dictates when I bang on this. It is your patriotic duty to do so. If you haven't voted, there's still time. But today is the last day. We've had early voting that's been going on for weeks now. But today is your last day. This country has a problem. This country has a lot of problems. And we solve these problems by the vote. This is guaranteed to us within the Constitution, our ability to vote how we will be governed. Because make no mistake about it, the politicians in Washington, D.C., they are not your leaders. They represent your voice for what your wishes and desires are. And those wishes and desires are fulfilled by the vote. Seriously, folks, I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what propositions you're going to vote for. But you have to vote. Not voting is the most unpatriotic and un-American thing that you can do, in my opinion. Each year, we see elections become more and more critical. And that's from the local level all the way to the federal government. This year looks like it's going to be even more turbulent than ever. The propositions that you vote for or vote against directly affect you. Let me say that again. These propositions on the vote today, they directly affect you. More importantly, they affect how your money is going to be used. They affect whether or not you're giving the government at the local level the ability to raise your taxes. You need to read what these propositions are about. And don't worry, they all come with you know, a short little description. You don't have to go through pages and pages of trying to decipher what the proposition is. Think of what's best for you and vote the way you want to. Shouldn't the American citizens be winners? Whether you lean to the left or you lean to the right, 
you need to ask yourself a particularly important question this year and two years from now, and you need to answer it honestly. Can you really use democracy as practiced in a constitutional republic to fundamentally change the way that constitutional republic is governed? If you listen to the show, you know that I am a constitutional conservative. I believe that our founding documents are the law, and these documents guarantee us, the citizens, certain rights and privileges. These documents are not for the government to rule you. These documents are there so that your politicians, your elected representatives, cannot rule you. That's not their job to be your leader or to rule over you. They are there to represent your interests. When we, as a nation, move too far to the left or the right from the Constitution, I believe it is our God-given duty to overthrow the government and return it to a government of the people and by the people. If you are still confused about who to vote for, may I suggest you utilize the write-in option. Yes, you can write me in as your choice to be your elected representative. That's a scary thought. Now, I just said, I believe it is our God-given duty to overthrow the government and return it to a government of the people and by the people. Somebody listening to this is going to say, Doug is telling us to take up arms against our government. No, I'm not. You're not listening. What did I say before about the elections? This is how we tell our representatives, you will do this or you will not do this. Every time you cast your vote, you overthrow the government in some way, shape, or form. And it is your patriotic duty, it is your duty as an American, that when the representatives govern, who govern us, move too far to the left or too far to the right, that they're not doing what we want them to do, it is your duty to overthrow that government and make them do what it is you do want them to do. You don't like an elected leader? Next time he's up for re-election, vote him out. Your vote counts. The vote is restricted to American citizens. Period. An American citizen must vote. And yes, you must prove that you are an American citizen. That's the law. You don't like the law? Vote to have it changed. If you watch the news, as I do, and I don't care whether you're watching the left or the right-leading news, you're probably familiar with the, with the saying going around, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and every time I hear that, I have to laugh. America has a problem. America has a lot of problems. And it's very easy to chant, let's go, Brandon. But I don't think that is going to change anything just by shouting that. We still have historic inflation, expensive energy, logistics slowdowns, and new legislation bills for more social programs costing trillions of dollars. And by the way, the infrastructure bill and the Build Back America bill, they're being voted on today. You may be in debt at the end of the day 
to the tune of like five trillion dollars, trillion dollars for these social programs. I hope that you are as aware as I make myself on what these bills include. Because they're not as simple as the 15-second soundbite in the media will have you believe. Have you heard this latest harebrained idea coming out of Washington? First, the IRS is going to monitor your checking and savings accounts and get reports over any withdrawals or deposits over $600. Have you heard that? That's actually in the Build Back America bill. It's actually in there. They've weaponized, or they want to, our elected leaders, weaponize the IRS against you. If you get $600, if you make $600 in a year, you'll receive a 1099 from the business that you worked with. And you have to declare that to the IRS and pay taxes on it, as it should be. The Biden administration says he's not going to raise taxes except for anybody that's rich or a corporation. If that's the case, why are you monitoring my checking account to see what I spend $600 on? or when I deposit $600 on. You're automatically assuming I'm cheating on my taxes. That scares the living bejesus out of me. That the government wants to monitor where I spend my money. Have you read 1984? You really should. Have you read what's in the infrastructure and reconciliation bills? You may want to read it over because the infrastructure bill just ain't about infrastructure. The reconciliation bill, you ask, oh, you mean the Build Back Better plan? This is the Christmas wish list for every progressive and liberal out there. And it's all paid for by wealthy corporations. It will not cost you one cent. It's going to be free. Don't get me wrong. There are some good things in this bill, and there's some really bad things in this bill. And it's not all paid for by the wealthy corporations. If you think this is going to work, to tax the wealthy and the corporations, then what how, What did I write here? You are smoking cracked lace peyote if you think any corporation is going to go for this. That's right, I said it. You know who's publicly, you know who owns a publicly traded company? The stockholders own that. And when this company makes a profit, those profits are paid as dividends to the stockholders. And the stockholders, there, therefore, pay tax on that income. Now, it's very convoluted and difficult to understand the language in either the infrastructure bill or the Build Back Better, Build Back Better plan. <clears throat> And you need to be a politician with a staff to understand this. They've done that deliberately so you cannot understand what it is they're doing. But let me try to, to simple this down and boil it down some. And, and see if this makes sense to you. The government says, okay, corporation, you made a billion dollars this year. 
but I see you're not paying any tax. Well, we're going to rewrite the tax laws so you pay your fair share. Did they make a billion dollars? They absolutely did make a billion dollars. But now we need to see where that billion dollars that they made was spent. Because there are laws requiring certain things. And as a business owner myself, I have to tell you, the first one is overhead and reinvestment in your company. I am always buying new computers, new cameras, new what whatnot as technology changes and I need to upgrade. Hell, this month alone, um, EMW, who I work for, as you all know, they've spent, I don't know, like $4,000 on new hardware. Because in perfect world, screws fall out. That's the first thing they take off of their taxes. And then they have to pay dividends to all the stockholders. And not every stockholder gets the same amount of money. It's determined on what type of stock they own and how much of that stock. And they get, you know, whatever their thing is. And then they pay their bonuses and their payroll and yada de yada da. And they, of course, when they're paying payroll, they have to pay taxes. So at the end of the year, that billion dollars gets whittled down and maybe only $600. Does that mean that every corporation is, is not cheating on their taxes? No, they're not cheating on their taxes. They just find tax lawyers with loopholes to allow them to keep more of that money. I don't think that when this law passes that any company is going to go blindly into the night and start giving the United States government tens of millions of dollars without passing the cost of that on to you. Get educated on this. I'm going to try not to go over my time today, Dick. I'm going to try. Let's take a little something to wet my whistle here. So, this idea that the wealthy and corporations in America are going to gladly redistribute their wealth to others is a fantasy. And if you believe this fantasy, well, then I've got some toll plazas on the Brooklyn Bridge that I want to sell to you. That's not how life works. That's not how the world works. That's not how a capitalistic economy works. And I know that there's some of you out there right now saying, well, we need to be more of a socialist government. Well, you know what? There are countries out there that you can move to and live in the socialist regimes and see if you like that. If you don't, you can come back. But otherwise, go there and try your experiment over there. If we look at the last federal election, this country is equally divided between socialists and capitalists. Try living in a socialist regime and see if you like it. I'm warning you all right now that a drastic change in the way we allow our representatives to govern is needed. I don't believe that those in power will go quietly into the night. No, I think the American people will have to force the issue, and that's going to take fortitude and commitment. It's going to take a united front. Unfortunately, it might even take a civil war to return America to its former glory. America has problems, but burying your head in the sand is not going to solve it. Allowing millions of illegals to enter this country and giving them $450,000 each isn't going to solve the problem. Blaming all the things that are wrong on the unvaccinated is not going to solve the problem. 
blaming the American people for ordering online is not going to solve the problem. You know what will solve the problems? Americans united will solve this problem. You and me standing up for our Constitution will solve this problem. I am by no means advocating to overthrow the government by arms. Absolutely not. But you have a duty. You should exercise that duty with the vote. You should exercise that duty by communicating with your elected representatives of what you want. Now, it doesn't matter what they want. It does not matter what they want. What matters is what the constituents want. Somewhere along the line, we lost that. And we started voting for politicians who have never did never done anything other than being a politician in their entire life. The federal government, the IRS, wants to look at my bank accounts to see where I'm spending my money. Well, you know what I want? I want access to their tax returns and I want access to their accounts to tell me where the money's going. How do you become a politician and a millionaire on taxpayer dole? Good question, isn't it? Why does why do Congress and senators, congressmen and senators, have a different retirement plan than we do? We rely on Social Security. They don't. They have their own retirement plan. Why do they continue to keep getting paid after they leave their positions as a senator or a congressman? Why don't they have the same health care that we do? Why don't they have the same saving plans that we do? Somewhere along the line, from 1776 to today, being an elected representative changed. You need to ask yourself, do you want to keep going with the status quo or do you want to put somebody else in there? You know, this year, well, I'm sorry, two years from now, in 2022, I think, or 2024, our local congressman, Kevin Brady, is stepping down. He's no longer going to be our congressman. And there's a couple of other people that are running for this position. Morgan Luttrell, um, Justin Ellis, um, and a few others. They're running to fill that slot to be our Congress, elected congressman. And if you are running, if you're one of these representatives, that were future representatives, you're running in the next election, why don't you come on this show? I invite you to come on this show and, and tell the people what it is you stand for and how you're going to communicate with them to ensure that their desires, your constituents, are going to be properly represented. And I don't care whether you're, you're, you're um, a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent, a Constitutional Conservative, um, don't care. I'm inviting you on this show. Equal time. Can you tell that I'm upset? Yes. I, I, am, I am upset. I turn on the news, and, and I, I've said this before. I've said this before. I don't listen to, I do not get my news from one news channel, one news media. I watch the news two to three times a day and I choose different media outlets to get my news from at different times because I want the true story. I want 
the facts. Think of me as Joe Friday, Dragnet. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. I don't need the spin, but you can't get that. You can't get news these days without the spin. I'm the type of person that, just give me the facts. I'll decide how I feel about that. I don't need someone else to influence the way that I feel about every any given topic. But I watch the news. I'm a news junkie. Now, I usually start my mornings with CNN and Robin Mead. And I've said this before. When Robin Mead says, good morning, sunshine, she's talking just to me. I know she is. But I listen to the headlines and the news stories, the 15-second sound bites, from a whole bunch of different news sources, TV, radio, newspapers, online blogs, the whole, the whole schmear, going from the far left all the way to the far right. And I do this because everybody has a take. Everybody has a spin. Everybody has as something that they're trying to promote about this story. As an American and as a critical thinker, we do not need that spin. We just need the facts. We'll decide how we feel about it and we'll decide what we want to do about it. I don't give a rat. We need a beep button. We need, you need a beep button, Dick. So when I get wired up, you can have your finger there just ready to do it. I don't care about what some A-list Hollywood personality feels about a topic. I don't care what sports hero thinks about something. They have zero impact on my life, the life that I live, my family, or my community. You know, I saw a news article just recently about uh, Kaepernick. You remember him? He's the one that started the whole kneeling for the American uh, um the American anthem. He's the one who started that whole kneeling thing. His latest thing is that the NFL is akin to slavery. And I watched that and I thought that was interesting. So I switched to another channel and see if they were covering it. And they did. And they had a take on it. Went from the left to the right and everybody had a take on it. And here's my analysis of the NFL being akin to slavery. Point one, don't care. Point two, still don't care. Point three, you're making millions and millions of dollars to play with balls. I'm a bit jealous. I wish I could do that. But you do it, and now you're whining that it's like slavery because they poke and prod you. They know everything about you. Of course they know everything about you. You are an investment is that slavery? No. That's work. And let me explain work if you're unfamiliar with what that is. That means you do what I say, when I say, in the manner in which I say to do it. And then you walk out the door. And you get paid for that. That's work. Work is not for you to spew Whatever, whatever ideals are personal to you. Don't use your work platform to spew or, or to try to get other people to support this, that, or the other thing. Because here's some points for you at work as your employer. Point one, I don't care. Point two, I still don't care. Point three, get back to work or you're fired. Pretty simple. Where am I at? I'm about a half hour, aren't I, Dick? 
He's saying, yeah, I'm doing good today. So, you know what? We're going to do a, we're going to do a shout out because we have to do a shout out. But no, we're going to do, we're going to do a shout out and then we're going to do some mentions. How about that? Um, let me give a shout out to the sponsor of this show. Veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, a full-service business and marketing consulting firm helping vets start and fund their business for close to 30 years. For more information, please call 361-904-0044. Why do they get to be the sponsor of this show? They get to be the sponsor of this show because while I'm doing this, they're actually still paying me. I am on the clock. So they get to be a sponsor. Would you like to be a sponsor of this show? You could be a sponsor of this show. I will do a hell of a job promoting your business. Sponsor on the show. All you need to do is call Dick at the radio station and he'll set you up. I want to give a shout out. I want to give two shout outs today. I want to give a shout out to my buddies over at Discount Tire. Because they hooked me up again. Hook Discount Tire off of the feeder road, heading south on 45, just north of the, the, the south loop, you'll find discount tires. Great bunch of people there. Every time I need air in my tires, I got a nail, yada, yada, whatever it is, they hook me up. They don't pressure a sale. They just hook me up. I came out of Kroger's one day, and I see my tires slashed. I guess my... my Car decided it was going to join Guns N' Roses because um, it slashed. Get it? Slash, slash, right? Um, so I drove over there and guy came out, looked at it. He went, Yep, you're going to need a new tire on this. Came back in, pulled up on the computer, and he gave me a choice of tires from the cheapest to the most expensive. I chose a mid grade one. And he said, That's great. Sorry, Dick, I totally forgot. We were just having a conversation that that shouldn't... Hey, my phone is on silent. That's just my alarm to take my meds. Uh, he was he gave me a list of what I chose, mid-grade type tire. And he said, you know, it's going to be like half hour. Is that okay? I said, yeah, that's great. I'll just sit here and cool my jets. He said, look, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rotate your tires so that that front one is now on the back and the back one's on the front. So, because sometimes when you put on a new brand new tire, you don't change the other ones. The, the vehicle can feel a little weird. So I'm going to put it on the back tire for you and just rotate your, all, your, all your tires. For free, he rotated them. So go see Discount Tires. And I want to give a shout out to Adam Black from Redemption Roofing. These guys were wonderful. They worked with me through getting my roof a new roof on because of the, the storm we had in February. Bunch of great guys. Adam Black, Joe out there, another great guy. These guys even went over to my photo studio and fixed the photo studio for me too. So I want to give a shout out to Redemption Roofing. Adam Black, uh, he's the project manager over there. He's also the senior vice over at the VFW. Give them a call. Good people to work with. Um, so here's my shout outs and my mentions. Today, November 2nd, in nine days, we'll have Veterans Day on November 11th. Here at Veterans Air, we have three days that we hold sacred. Memorial Day, Patriots Day, 9-11, and Veterans Day. Why do we hold them sacred? Why do we dedicate a show just to that? Well, because each of these days has profoundly affected my life. Memorial Day. I have loved ones in Arlington. 9-11. A personal hell for me those three days thinking that I've lost loved ones there at the Pentagon. Veterans Day. This is for my brothers and sisters. 
for you, my faithful listener, for all that have wore this country's uniform with pride and with honor, I hold November 11th sacred for you. I'm going to jump over to, to, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump over to happenings before I do my commentary. On November 11th, please join the VFW post 4709 at 8 a.m. for Veterans Day breakfast. I also want you to check out Walk the Walk, because this year it's the 100th anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. It's being held over at the Veterans Memorial Park. The 100th anniversary of the dedication of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, which was in 1921, by the way, will be recognized at the Montgomery County Veterans Memorial Park beginning November 10th at 11 a.m. and ending at a certain time at 1100 hours, November 11th. Veterans Day, Walk the Walk, is a 24-hour walk. A Veterans Day program will begin immediately after the walk has finished. So if you're a walker out there and you're wondering what to do, here you go. Go walk for 24 hours in support of veterans. Dick, can you throw up the uh, the code? Thanks. What uh, what you're seeing on your screen now is uh, a photo, a, a montage, a composition that I created uh, two years back. It's called the code, and this code is is simple. It says, all my life I've lived by the code, and the code is simple. Honor God, love your family, defend your country. This is the same code that every veteran possesses inside of them. That's what makes us unique among the population, is this code. Whether realized, consciously or not, Every veteran that served proudly and with distinction, with honor, lives by this code. I'm no different. It has become a tradition here at Veterans Air about what I'm just about to read to you. It's called The Day in the Life of a Veteran. I wrote this in the middle of the night a few years back. Um, I was actually in bed, about to go to sleep, when it came to me fully formed, and I got out of bed and wrote it down. I haven't changed it much in the ensuing years, a comma here, a spelling correction there, but basically, it's the way I wrote it. As you listen to this, please think about a veteran you know, a veteran that you love, as this might explain some of why they why they why the way they are and why they do the things they do day in the life of a veteran he's awake before dawn not because he wants to his back and legs wake him most days most mornings he doesn't mind much if the if pain is the price he must pay for the life that he has led then so be it it's not that bad he thinks others have it worse than me at least i can have my morning coffee before my wife awakes he takes his coffee to the porch and adds a splash of bourbon as he lights his first cigarette of the day he thinks his wife doesn't know about the bourbon, but she does. It eases the pain better than the 14 pills the VA has him on. 
It's not the years, it's the miles, he thinks. He's only in his late fifties, but his body is almost used up. The sun has risen, and he sees the younger kids come out of the homes and head to the bus stop on the corner. They're nice enough kids, he thinks, if they just would stay off his damn lawn. He gets up and puts out his flag as he does every morning. He displays it with pride and salutes it, even in his bathrobe. He doesn't care what anybody looking on might think. He delivers honor where honor is due. He has his oath, and he keeps it sacred. His wife calls out that breakfast is ready. He comes inside and kisses his wife, thankful that she stood by him no matter what trials and tribulations they have been through or where they had to live. Breakfast, he thinks. Low carb, low fat, no salt nonsense. Still, she's taking care of the old man the best she can. He's going to try to get some things done around the house today even if the handyman doesn't show up again. Today is a special day, and he needs to be where he needs to be by 11 a.m. He needs to obey his oath and pay honor where honor is due. Today isn't just about him. He goes inside to shower and shave. No stubble today. That just won't do. Looks like he needs to run the clippers over his hair, too. Hair's getting to be almost a quarter inch long. Damn hippie, he thinks. He shines his shoes carefully to a high-gloss shine. He puts on his dark, pressed suit pants. The crease is razor sharp. His wife has laid out a clean, starched white shirt and his shadow box. He opens the box only twice a year. It is filled with mementos of another life. He reaches for his salad bar, pieces of pretty ribbons. It's only four rows across. As he runs his fingers across them, he feels the stars in the oak leaf clusters, and he remembers what each piece of ribbon cost him. The price he paid for the pretty ribbons, others might say, is too much. They'll never know, and as God is my witness, neither will my wife or my children, he thinks. He pulls into the parking lot and sees others have already started to form up. He takes his place in line along with the others, like himself, dressed right dress and wearing their own ribbons. Nodding to friends, he comes to attention. Damn Kane, he thinks. Breaks the line of my cut. At least he doesn't need to be in the wheelchair this year. He gives thanks to the neurosurgeons that fuse steel to his spine to allow him to leave the chair behind today. The music starts. He salutes the flag and he recites the pledge. That pledge means something to him. And it means something to everyone there gathered. After the ceremony, he'll follow the VIPs and dignitaries inside for coffee and cake. He'll look around at these gathered men and women, some old, some young, all bearing witness to what they paid for the oath that they took. Today is Veterans Day, a day that this country honors men and women like him those that survived their service to their country. And he knows he's just an old wolf in a pack of old wolves, battered and bruised, weak of body, yet stout of heart, still strong-willed. His determination and honor have not faltered through the passing of the years. He knows his country will never look to him to be their warrior again, but he knows that if his countrymen did call him, he'd answer that call. 
His oath, his oath has never weakened. He thinks that someday he'll stand before the gates of Ahala, before God and those that came before him, and they will ask him one question. They will ask, who are you and what have you done? He shall answer in a voice, both clear and strong, I am what others failed to be. I am the defender for those who could not defend themselves. I am the protector for those who could not protect themselves. I guard the gates of my country and my countrymen. I am a U.S. soldier, and I'm finally home. This is what it means to be a veteran. Now, I've said before, hey, look, I got somebody calling in on the Google phone, and it's a scam. <laughs> um, I've said this before. There are two types of people that have served. There's vets and there's veterans. When you leave the military after however long that you served, you can be either or. A veteran is somebody who served, and when they left the service, they maintained their dignity and their honor. They maintained their need to serve somebody other than themselves. That is a veteran. A vet is somebody who served his country honorably, got out of the service, and now wants to know what his country is going to do for him because he served. I associate with veterans, and I am a veteran advocate. There are entitlements, benefits to service. If you got broke in the service, I believe that America owes you a debt to fix you or compensate you. I believe that. If you're a veteran and you're running into difficulties, call me, 936-344-3083, and I will help you. I am a Military Veteran Peer Network mentor. I will help you. If you are a veteran... You have a need to serve. This show periodically has people come on. Some of them are veterans. Some of them are not. If you're a veteran and you still need, have a need to serve your country and your community, your fellow Americans, take a look at the VFW. Take a look at the American Legion. Take a look at the DAV. Hell, take a look at any number of veteran service organizations. They always need people to help. Where am I, Dick? Do I have to close? Yeah, I have to close, right? Okay. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's show. We're going to close today a little bit differently than we normally do. Normally I close and I play a song afterwards, the warrior song. We're going to change that up today. So pay attention. This is a new one. If you like this song, you can go download this song from uh, SailorJerryMusic.com for free. We've had Sailor Jerry on the show twice, I think. Um... And she's played for us. This is the first song that she wrote. Sailor Jerry is a veteran. All right, let me end this for today. I want to leave you with this song by our friend Sailor Jerry called Hallelujah, the Veterans Version. Go download it for free and you can share it to everybody you want at www 
SailorJerry with an I, music.com. While we are listening to this song, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today are standing in harm's way and standing up for our freedoms and our liberties. If you are wearing the uniform, I want to say to you, thank you. I want to say to you, I'm proud of you. And until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant. You packed your bags and shut the door You crossed the sea to fight a war You didn't know just what would happen to ya Stepped in the dirt, boots on the ground And gunfire was the only sound And to yourself you Try each day, keep pushing through, but the bad.